I have a what weather app. Everybody has a weather app, right? Turn on. Okay. Looking around, it's uh, you know, it's middle of the day. I guess depending on where you are. Look at the temperatures. Naples, Florida, 88 degrees. New York, 72. What's New York going to see today? 75. I hear they're getting a bit of rain. Chicago, 66 degrees. That's, that's nice. London, 77 degrees. They had a hot one today. Uh, yeah, it's supposed to be... Well, but you know, it's in the mid-70s. The next remaining part of the week. If you're going to London... We're going to have nice weather over there. Paris. Oh, it's beautiful in Paris. 80 degrees, 84 degrees. Splendid. Magnificent. Whatever whatever the word is. Um, Billings, Montana. It was 100 degrees today in Hardin, where we're on and caged in the vigilante. 100 degrees. Oof. That's an Indian summer. Do they still say that? Nassau, Bahamas. You going to the Bahamas anytime soon? Mid-80s. Going to the West Coast, Santa Barbara, 65. I, I just don't see a problem. I, you know, everybody's talking about how hot it is and how the earth is burning up. They got the... Have you noticed the colors now on the screen when they show you the weather, when they have Ginger Z or Rob Marciano timing it out for us? And it looks like, you know, the entire country is like Maui. Business as usual. Heaven is, I mean, the nature is heavenly. So I started thinking about this, and I made a list. And I was astounded at the list that I made. As And I used to be a Democrat. When I was young, all of my friends were Democrats. I would say until about 25. I didn't know what a Democrat was. I, I just thought of John Kennedy. Today, to, to my everlasting uh, hope I'd always believed that the Democratic Party were the party of John Kennedy's the ones that wanted to go to the moon and this and that other thing and uh, he stood up against the commies and uh, he was fighting for American prosperity I mean he was wealthy I mean he just looked like somebody that I would uh, want to associate with that's why I like Robert Kennedy. Robert Kennedy, to me, is more of what I think of a Democrat. They question authority. Remember, don't trust anybody over the age of 30. That was the big thing back in the late 60s, 70s. People would say it all the time. Uh, there was something youthful and hopefully inspiring about Democrats. I don't see it anymore. I made a list of all the things that most Democrats seem to agree with today. You want you want me to share the list with you? It's a pretty sad list. These are all the things that Democrats support. Unlimited abortion on demand, promiscuity with young people, transgender surgery for preteens, free tuition, turn schools into social justice indoctrination centers, Nobel crime, Reparations because the U.S. was built on racism. These are things that Democrats believe. Human trafficking is fake and not a real problem. And if you believe otherwise, you're a QAnon uh, conspiratorialist. Coal, fossil fuel, murder equals murder. We should end all fossil fuels. Uh, Democrats believe 
that we should all stop eating meat and dairy. It should be against the law. It's causing climate change. Uh, Democrats believe that people who don't work should get universal income. Um, Democrats believe that if you're a minority, it's okay to commit crimes because of racism. Democrats believe that military should pay for sex reassignment surgery. Democrats believe that Trump voters are terrorists and they should be put in internment camps. Democrats believe that hate speech should be censored from all media. Democrats do not believe in borders, that migrants should be allowed to live in your home. Uh, Democrats believe that pedophiles are only victims of being minor attracted persons. Um, Democrats also believe there's no such thing as media bias. There's only one way to think, right thing or wrong thing. Democrats also are believing more and more that God doesn't exist, and if she does, she is tolerant of every faith or religion. All religions are basically good except Christianity, which is a religion of hate. And that, and I'm just getting started. That took me five minutes to write all those. And I didn't write them down in haste or anger. I, I, I'm just in observing the way the media portrays life in America and the beliefs that we're supposed to be upholding. They... That that's the list. That seems to be the list that everybody. If if you had a litmus test and you had to prove that you were a Democrat, you would have to check yes or no by every one of those boxes. So, how does that make you feel to know that you are a Democrat? Now, if you say I'm a de- Democrat and I don't believe in those things, then which ones? Because everybody else in your party and everybody on TV and all the TV shows, The View, they promote every one of those things that I just spoke to. That's not the John Kennedy Democrat that I thought I was following when I was young. I was following the guy who said, America is a great country. We're capable of doing great things. We can go to the moon. We can find cures. We can bring peace. We can be the beacon of hope for other people around the world, and now we're just like everybody else. Now we're just as corrupt with our politics as every other banana republic in the world. No different from Maduro or Lulu in Brazil, what they did with Jair Bolsonaro, can't run for election even though he's popularly more popular than Lulu, who's an avowed communist who wants to turn Brazil into a communist country. You know, Brazil, I think, is the fourth largest economy in the world. Um, So I I just, and then, you know, you look at our schools. I mean, school starts this week for some people, and I think about all those kids that are going to go into class and just get indoctrinated with all this groupthink, social activism, everything is tied to the climate. Just crazy. But it's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day out there somewhere. The sun is shining. You might, you might you might have a rain cloud nearby. It's hard to know, but it's just uh, it, I guess it's all about perspective. I am so gr- glad that I am not a Democrat. I wouldn't say that I am a you know bucket carrying Republican, but I I do believe that I have strong conservative values like faith, family, freedom is so important. 
I'm telling you, man, you know, it's all about perspective. You can choose to be bummed out about the world that surrounds you, or you can just say, look, this is my, this is my space, and this is what I hold on to, and this is what makes me feel good. And then go about doing good. There's the antidote. Come back, talk to Reverend Jim Harden about what his organization, Compass Care, does, how they help people. Talk about some new uh, pills that are available that could come with side effects. Just a moment here on Speaking Out America. Welcome back to Speaking Out America. I'm Jim Watkins. Don't forget our web, uh, our podcast, speakingoutamerica.com, in case you miss any of this. And we are always happy to have on Reverend Jim Harden. He's the CEO of Compass Care uh, International. Of course, they are an agency that helps young people deal with uh, life-changing uh, pregnancies and in, a, in an honest environment, full disclosure on what options are available to you. And, of course, uh, Reverend Jim Harden is a regular guest on our program. Big news out of Texas What's going on there first? Yeah, thanks for having me back. Uh, Texas, you know, Judge Matthew Kaczmarek in the U.S. Uh, Northern District of Texas out of Amarillo is hearing a case. Um, and by the way, this is the same judge who heard a case about chemical abortion, which represents half of all abortions in America. And he overturned the FDA's illegal approval of mifepristone, which is the chemical abortion uh, drug that's so dangerous. It's that 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 judgment's now before the Fifth Circuit, and we're awaiting a judgment any day now. But now he's hearing another case, Judge Matthew Kaczmarek in the Northern District of Texas out of Amarillo, about Planned Parenthood and their um, serial kind of engagement in Medicaid fraud. They have uh, over the last four years, apparently, and he could issue a, a judgment against them up to one billion. That's with a B billion dollars. And That's so huge. this is this is a this is a precedent setting case because we've been saying for a long time that the abortion industry and Planned Parenthood being the largest abortion provider on the globe uh, is, is is committing serial malpractice and fraud. And so this this is just one more, um, you know, uh, indicator that, in fact, that that is going on. That's amazing. And so what kind of Medicaid fraud were they involved with? Do we know? Um <clears throat> They were in, in, in billing for for things that they they're Didn't billing do. Texas Medicaid for things that they, that uh, you know they, they shouldn't have been billing for. Yeah. Um, and I don't know to, I don't know to what extent and, to, and for what procedures, but um, my guess is that they were billing for procedures even before uh, you know Texas uh, banned abortion uh, and, and the payment of abortion. But Texas has always been trying to get uh, to make sure that they weren't paying for abortion through Medicaid or tax funded dollars like New York does. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's good news, I think. Um, you know, uh, get those people. They shouldn't be doing that. It's wrong. It's, it's it wrong, wrong what they're doing anyway. But then they add insult to injury, and then they overcharge or overbill, and oops. Well, I, I, I always like to say, you know, if, if, they're, if they're willing, if they're so morally compromised that they're willing to end the life of a baby in the womb, yeah. what, I mean, what, what's, what's lying? What's fraud? What's, what's, you know, further injury to women? It doesn't matter to them. Yeah. Uh, well, we know who we're dealing with here. Uh, you wrote, recently wrote an op-ed, uh, Reverend, uh, recently, and I'm reading your words, a U.S. District Court judge in Illinois overturned a law 
targeting the free speech rights of pro-life pregnancy centers opposed to abortion causing contraception. The law would have enabled the Illinois Attorney General to fine pregnancy centers $50,000 for each instance of what the state considers, quote, misinformation or failure to communicate the state's message on abortion and contraception. So, in essence, this law would have, in a way, forced pregnancy centers to what? They weren't telling their patients, oh, you have a choice of an abortion? Or explain to me how that, what scenario that involves. So, basically, this is where um, Illinois, Governor Pritzker, signed this bill, um, heinous bill, essentially requiring pregnancy centers to lie to women that, uh, that <laughs> get this abortion is safer than childbirth. I see. But childbirth is 14 times more dangerous than abortion. That, and, and forcing them to, to cover up the truth that abortion, a woman who has an abortion is, is a 42% increased risk of, I'm sorry, 44% increased risk of breast cancer, a 52% increased risk of future preterm deliveries. They're, they force them to cover up the fact that women who start the chemical abortion process, one in 20 of them end up in the emergency room. <clears throat> this is the kind of thing where and that they, they spin it and say these, the reason why they're engaging this kind of targeted legislation against pro-life pregnancy centers is because they say pregnancy centers are misinforming and misleading and harming women in this way. But really, it's the abortion industry that's being, that, that, that is being you know, covered for uh, by, by you know, kind of flipping the, the narrative and lying about what pregnancy centers actually do. Pregnancy centers are the only place where, where women facing unplanned pregnancy can get unadulterated uh, true informed consent, meaning this is what you're up against. Here are, here are, here's what abortion is. Here are the risks. Here are the side effects. Here are the costs. But you know, the, the abortion industry is not going to tell her that. The, abortion, the abortionist only does one thing, and that is abortion. And they do, these, these pro-abortion politicians don't want women to have a choice. They want them only uh, to, to, have, to, to get an abortion, which, is, uh, which, which goes against their whole kind of propaganda saying that they want women to have a choice. Pregnancy centers are the only ones that give women true choice because when a woman faces an unplanned pregnancy, you know, she says, I'm stuck, I'm trapped, I've got no choice, I mm -hmm. need to have an abortion. This is what goes through her mind. And so pregnancy centers are there to give her a vision of her future after having to, to empower her to say no to abortion because only when a woman has the ability to say no, that she's, then her choice is truly uncoerced. But the abortion industry and these pro-abortion kind of political extremists don't want women to have true informed consent. You know, you mentioned in your op-ed, which is something that was shocking to me, Reverend, World Health Organization lists daily oral contraceptives as group one carcinogens along with plutonium, and it causes an increase. But the statistics are alarming that since 1970, cancer, breast cancer has gone up 242%. Yeah. And this could be tied to birth control, hormonal birth control. That's right. And they don't tell you this. This is no. amazing. It is. It is amazing. There is a there is a there is a, a, a direct correlation between the in, the starting and the increased use, uh, ubiquitous use of hormonal contraception, and breast cancer in this country. Everybody scratches their head and wonders why is breast cancer going up. Meanwhile, all the other there's there's four or five cancers that are used to measure kind of the burden of cancer disease on a population, colon cancer, uh, lung cancer, et cetera. Breast cancer is one of them, okay? The others all went down, generally speaking, stayed flat or went down. But the entire, uh, uh, you know, kind of burden of disease of cancer on the society went up 
because of one type of cancer, and it's breast cancer. And we scratch our head and wonder, well, what happened? What's, what changed? Well, I'll tell you what changed. Abortion and contraception. And we know for a fact, based on peer-reviewed medical journal studies, the world over that abortion and carcinogenic hormonal contraception both cause an increased risk of breast cancer. And I'm talking a dose effect, like the, the more abortions you have, the more likely you're, the, the, the higher your risk of breast cancer. And I can go into the, the physiology behind that. There's, it makes perfect sense when you look at, the, at, at how the human body works relative to uh, pregnancy and, and, and what it does in, in the presence of these types of, of steroidal contraceptions. Uh, but, you know, it's absolutely obvious and astounding that the FDA refuses to protect women and girls. And that, not only that, they, they want to put this, these, these dangerous drugs on the shelf at, at, over the counter to be able to sell this stuff to 14-year-old girls, say, um, without their parental, parents' consent, without their knowledge. And it's, it's a significant exposure to, to carcinogenic uh, you know, you know, the drugs. Mm-hmm. So this is bad for and, – and, and basically the, the FDA did this because of, of, of a political narrative. Mm-hmm. Because they're they're afraid that if if mifepristone, the chemical abortion drug, is taken off the market, or the F, the Fifth Circuit says, you know what, FDA, go back to the drawing board and do your job. You didn't do it last time. Do it right this time. Um, then you know they're going to have to go, you know, increase uh, access to this hormonal contraception. So it's a, it's a tacit admission that that mifepristone, the, the chemical abortion drug, is being used as contraception. But worse. Even it, they don't care if, if if the contraception that they're going to be using is going to you know cause cause uh, breast cancer mm. or stroke or heart attack or you know all the other types of things that that uh, these, this uh, carcinogenic uh, contraception is linked to. Yeah. Well, I sure am glad you're telling me this. For those who want to share this information, I'm going to take this segment and put it on the podcast so that you can share it with people and you'll find it on Spotify, speakingoutamerica.com. And speaking of websites, what is your website and what and how do you want people to follow and learn more about what you do, Jim? Yeah, if people would like to learn more about how Compass Care is saving women and babies from abortion, they can go to compasscarecommunity.com. We update that website almost daily, compasscarecommunity.com. Okay, well, I look forward to our next conversation. I want to talk about HPV, which is loosely related to some of what we're talking about here. There's a big major push for it right now, and I wonder if it has anything to do with young kids going back to school. We'll save that for our next conversation. Reverend Jim Harden, Compass Care CEO, thank you, and God bless you for all that you do. Thank you. God bless. 